Hello and welcome to Treewalker Talks, episode 45, Winds of Change. Alright, our homestead update for the week. We've got quite a bit on here, actually, uh, things I wrote down. First off, I did get the mower repaired, and it worked great. Um, put the new spark plug in, changed out the carburetor, fuel line. I got that all as a kit. Put the new air cleaner in, put gas in it, hit the little primer button, and the thing started on the first pull. Awesome. That that just was like, great. That's great. Now the other thing, the chipper. So it had a pull start. The pull start broke. Well, I got the new pull start put on. I put a new spark plug in. I put a new fuel line on it. Um, I feel like I'm missing something else on there. But it still wouldn't start. Now if I sprayed ether into it, our starting fluid, it would start. So I'm thinking there's something wrong with the fuel delivery and since everything else is done except for the carburetor and the carburetor to buy a new one with new plugs and everything was 15 bucks. We were got that. So it actually just arrived today. Today is Wednesday night was when I'm recording this. And so that'll go on this weekend and hopefully we have good luck and it pull starts the first time. Um, just in case, I'm going to pull that gas out and put brand new into you know why put a little bit older gas i mean it was brand new at the beginning of the season but i can't remember if that was new new or if it was kind of like new from the can that it was in okay so the posts i moved uh if you remember the duck pen i was uh kind of redoing it so we had a little bit more yard over there because that was requested by some people so i moved dug up pulled out all of the posts that were in there and i don't know if i shared that or not i think i did last week about the sometimes working smarter not harder doesn't work because you end up with a two by four in your chest yeah just hit and bruised and cut um but this week i did get the holes dug by hand which was rough the ground is really like cement and got them cemented in screwed into place so that they'll stay where they're at and covered up with dirt and stuff so it actually should be set up it should have been set up after 24 hours which would have been sunday because i did all this saturday um so now i just have to i don't think it's in the the budget to buy the new six foot fence which is what i'd like to do and wrap that side with it um, but i do have four foot fence so i can kind of double up on that so that's probably what i'll end up doing because um, it was like 100 and I think it was 150, 130, something like that, for a 50-foot roll of the six-foot fence. Like I said, that'd be nice, but sometimes you got to do with what you have. And since we already have that, it was earmarked for the new silky pen once I'm done with the duck pen. But we'll get to that when we cross it, right? Speaking of the ducks, they have still been sitting on the eggs, and they keep rolling the eggs out that are bad. Have not seen anything hatched yet. Um, I did actually break open a couple of the ones that they rolled out. Some were very smelly, and some actually had, it looked like they were dead baby ducks in them. So I don't know what's going on. Um, if they're still sitting on eggs when, uh, it's been hot enough out, so that shouldn't be the issue. But if they're still sitting on eggs when I'm ready to move them to the new pen, I will take the eggs from them and put them in the incubator and just watch them and see. Because they do take a long time. I think it's 35 days for Muscovies. Um, I don't know could just be that this is their first year because they were this would be their first year laying too so we'll see um 
So this Monday, I will actually start my new position at work. Um, going from the union hourly side to the corporate hourly slash salary side. Um, so it'll be a big transition. But the biggest thing is I won't have overtime. Um, if we work a Saturday, I'll still have to work it. And I do actually get paid for the overtime on Saturday. But uh, I can't sign up for overtime during the week. Which should lend me more time to do things I want, right? And hopefully the pay will still be okay. Um... That's all. We'll really get into that. We'll see how that goes next week. Um, do feel bad, though. They don't really have the my replacement trained, and I don't know if she's actually staying in that position. So they're going to be down two people, three people, something. I don't know. So I feel bad about that. But I did ask, actually, the HR lady if I could stay down there another week, and she pretty much told me no. Okay. And if many of you have probably already heard, there was a new podcast out this last Tuesday. And it would be the Tree Walker Twigs. So it's Twig Tuesday. A little bit of wit and fun and hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, my illness. It's better. I'm still coughing. I still get burning, especially when I talk a lot in my lungs. Um... But I think there's a weather change, a big one coming or something, because this week has been pretty unbearable at times. Um, could have been from working out on those posts and in the garden stuff, but my knees have really been bad, um, like to where I can't bend over and I'm limping at work. Um, especially the good knee, which, you know, is kind of bad, but we'll see. Um, lots of aches and pains. So I said, hopefully... It's nothing serious. Um, I will be, actually, I have insurance, so it's no big deal. But uh, hopefully it's just the weather change. If not, we'll go to the doctor and I'll keep you posted. Okay, now the downside. This week I went out to uh, do chores and feed animals. And I had five quail left. Two males, three females. And something, since it's been hot out, I left the door open. Because they're in kind of a, I don't know if I ever showed you that. It is a four foot by four foot. Um, it's where the boy goat used to sleep. They were in there. But the ventilation isn't great, so I left the door open. Never had any issues. Something crawled up the pen. Didn't topple the pen over. That is surprising. Pulled the feeder off the front of the pen. And then proceeded to reach in and probably grab the quail and eat them because I found no feathers, no nothing. I mean, I didn't find anything at all. And there's no way the quail could have got the feeder off there. It was very long and attached. My guess is it was probably a raccoon. Um, but I'm a quailless again. Uh, do I think I'm getting new ones? I'd like to, but not right now. Um, I'm going to even do it this year. I'd really like to keep the quail. They're great. Um, they give you eggs. The meat's pretty good. Um, you can also use it for pets or sell it. And that was my point was, but I'll get into the issues. Uh, my point was to hopefully have it where I could sell eggs, sell the meat, especially for like uh, pet food type stuff, um, snakes, dogs, cats, whatever. Um, but I originally started with 10. And I incubated, I don't know, four or five times their eggs. And got zero hatch. And no no embryos or anything that I could see. 
So I don't know what the problem was, but it doesn't look like they were getting fertilized. So I was kind of just feeding them and was kind of thinking about butchering them myself and then just start with a whole new bunch, um, which looks like that's the way we're going to go. So I guess it could have been a blessing, right? Okay, what's growing on? Well, nothing. I got nothing new planted out there. Everything's the same. Um, the Cherokee Trail of Tear beans I planted are starting to come up. Nothing from the green beans. Um, I actually ordered more green beans. I think there might be something wrong with those seeds. Um, they were a year old, so maybe they just weren't viable anymore. I don't know. I got... One of the guinea pigs making weird noises back there, if you hear that. So, no green beans, but I should get the new ones hopefully this weekend, I think. If not, early next week. And I should still be able to plant them and get a uh, crop out of them. Um, I also did get pea gravel. Um, I will hopefully do a video on that once I get it up and going. And I'll show you the stages and how long it takes. You know, I guess the um, steps like along the way. But my plan was, I thought, if I did like a gravel hydroponics type system, or maybe aquaponics, I'm not sure which, but a system and set it up, and I planted chicory in the pea gravel. Now, the chicory root is what I want. And I don't, don't know that we're going to have time to do it, but if they're in this, I can keep them in the greenhouse or move them in under lights. So it should be okay. But I thought, if I want to see how they grow in the pea gravel, in aquaponics or hydroponics and the root will be completely clean so there's no scrubbing no that and maybe if they do extremely well we can do it on a bigger scale next year and maybe even have some to sell so we're always looking for side hustles ways to add to our homestead income and hopefully someday maybe work for ourselves and get off of the payroll of the man right Okay, that's it for the rest of the what's growing on in the homestead update. Now, there's my pen flying. Now, let's get into the main topic. And today, I want to talk about something that's inevitable. Something that, whether we like it or not, will always be part of our lives. Change. Especially on the homestead. I believe it's these changes, as challenging as they may be, that help shape our journey and make our stories unique and worth telling. Now, when I say change, I don't just mean the seasons, though they do indeed play a critical role in the life of a homesteader. Um, I'm talking about the shifts, both big and small, that come our way. Maybe it's the arrival of new livestock or the decision to shift from conventional to organic farming. Maybe it's, as one of our members knows, a change in schooling. That's, you know, or perhaps it's something deeper like the emotional journey of letting go of old ways and embracing the new. I remember when I first started my homesteading journey, my garden was my pride and joy. But as seasons passed and I learned more, I realized, and by seasons I think I mean one, maybe two, I realized I wanted to expand. I wanted chickens, goats, maybe a small orchard, cows, you know, I wanted everything. I mean, I, I won't lie, I did, I wanted everything. The thought was very exciting, but the process, well, it was overwhelming. The change brought about a mix of joy, fear, uncertainty, and excitement. And that's the thing about change. It's not linear. It's messy. You know, kind of like our lives. It challenges our patience and tests our resilience. 
But amidst all the chaos, there's a beauty. There's growth. And believe it or not, spending time in my garden became my therapy during these transitions. As I'm sure you all know, because I kind of keep bringing up and keep telling you about it, watching the seeds sprout, flowers bloom, and feeling the soil between my fingers grounded me and reminded me that change, like the seasons, is natural. So, if you're in the midst of a big change in your homestead, or even just considering one, here are a few tips I've picked up along the way. Embrace the unknown. Understand that you won't have all the answers right away, and that's okay. The journey of learning is just as important as the destination. And with today's day and age, we actually have a, a huge thing that you know our grandparents or even our parents didn't have. Um, depend on your age, you know. I'm, but that's YouTube. You know how much I've learned from YouTube. I mean, it, it's just crazy, and it can inspire you too. So, something you're really interested in, and this kind of goes to the next one. Search it out. The next one, seek support. Whether it's from fellow homesteaders, online forums, or community groups, don't hesitate to reach out and share your experiences. And you know, if you get into a group where people aren't as nice or they don't want to help you out, look for another one. Because there are some bad groups out there, and there's a lot of good groups too. Speaking of groups, you should check out our Discord. That, that was a shameless plug, I'm sorry. Okay, third is to stay grounded. When things get overwhelming, spend time in your garden. Let nature remind you of the beauty of change and the cycles of life. Four, celebrate the small wins. This one's really important. I mean, every step forward, no matter how tiny, celebrate it. And that'll just, it, it motivates you, helps you keep going. Change, while inevitable, is also an opportunity. It pushes us out of our comfort zones, encourages us to learn, and most important, whoa, most importantly, to grow. It is after work, so, you know, sometimes words escape me just a little bit. But as you navigate these shifts in your homestead, remember to recharge, to find solace in the little things, and to cherish every moment. Before I finish the episode and kind of wrap things up, I did kind of want to start something here, and I, I don't have it brought up right now. But... Through the miracle of the pause button, I was able to bring it up and bring it to you with just a little bit of a hiccup there. Okay, I wanna, I do a lot of shopping on Etsy. I'd like to do a lot more, but I also think that I should share it. You know, I, I find places that I really like and really enjoy and love their products, and it's people making them. It's not, you know, China, Mexico, or big, big corporate companies. So I'm going to start doing... Maybe towards the beginning of the episodes, I'll, I'll probably do that before we hit the main, but I kind of forgot about it this time. So I want to share the shop that I've been getting my soaps from lately. Um, it's called My Little Soapbox Company. No spaces. Oh, and that's, uh, this is on Etsy. And it's handmade soaps and body treats. And it's from Danville, Virginia. Um, she, she's really great. She has a good selection. The prices are good. Um, I, I don't know what else I can tell you about it. There's a huge selection. Especially, she has a really good selection for men, too. Um, which, sometimes, some of the places on there kind of forget, you know, about it. But, I just recently bought an order from them. Um, and let me tell you, my favorite has been... And this, it's on sale right now. And it's like $6.30 for a bar of soap. And what I got, which is my favorite, is tobacco and leather. 
The smell is just awesome. I mean, I love it. This time I'm trying two new ones also. Vanilla sandalwood and tobacco caramel. Caramel, however you want to pronounce it. But it has really worked good. I really like their um, selection. Prices are great. Shipping, which sometimes really can be a downturn, was was very reasonable. So again, that's My Little Soapbox Company, our CO, My Little Soapbox CO on Etsy. Like I said, I don't get any kickbacks. I don't get anything for this. But I just like to share small businesses made by real people with you. Okay, that's our episode for today. Remember, every change comes with its own set of challenges, but also its own set of opportunities. Embrace them, grow with them, and let your garden be your anchor. Until next time, keep tending to your dreams and let every change water the seeds of your growth. Stay alive out there and keep on surviving.